Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Man, do we have to do more Raw and Smackdowns from across the world because this Smackdown was in Puerto Rico and not only was the crowd crazy cray, but we also had a different entranceway. Like it was a scaled back version, but the first thing that I see when I tune into professional wrestling is what my eyes want to see, whatever that means, and when it is different... I do the dance of joy. Also, hello, my friends. It is me, Simon Miller, the king, the master of the ups and downs, also a massive idiot. And that's right. It's just a review show. I watch SmackDown and I have opinions and I've decided to throw them right into your face. This whole thing was designed for pops as well because the first people out were Rey Mysterio and the LWO. And Rey was like, man, I'm just going to talk in Spanish. And I was like, damn right you are. Work these people up into a frenzy. And frenzy they were worked up into. Selena Vega, I think, was going to do the same thing too when the judgment day arrived. And I just went, yeah. The booze Dominic got as well were hilarious. And to the point, this guy has to be the most hated person in all of sports entertainment. Like, all he does is get the microphone. Everyone goes, we hate you so much. In fact, we're going to kill you. They didn't say that, but that's the atmosphere. Then got even better because Ray was like, look, would you shut up, stupid son of mine? Why don't we have a WrestleMania rematch? When Rhea Ripley stepped in and said, ah, you want to fight, do ya? That's not how she speaks. She's Australian. Oh, you want to fight, do ya? Well, why don't you fight me? Look into my eyes. Look into my face. Do it, WWE. Do it. Vega then decided she would look at Rhea. So Rhea looked back at Zelina because, of course, they are going to have a championship match at Backlash. When it was decided, well, you want to have a scrap with me and I want to have a scrap with you, why don't we do a WWE Mixed Tag Team match? All right. Just as they were leaving as well, Dom smacked his dad. <laughs> that made me go, he's such a penis. He's such a wonderful penis, which is a very strange sentence to say. But this is getting it up based on the crowd reactions alone. It made it feel like the biggest deal ever. Which was the same when we had the Good Brothers versus the Viking Raiders. Now, I know why we did this, because seven days ago, they got in for a tit-for-tat, but never in my wildest dreams did I think it would have energy like this. Because the crowd clearly decided they absolutely loved the OC, and even though Meechin was out here and AJ Styles was on commentary, it was just, yes, yes, we're so happy to see you. Also, when it comes to the phenomenal one, who did sit down with the announcers, if you walked in here right now and said, Simon, I don't think WWE has a plan for AJ Styles, I'd be like, no. I don't believe they do. Otherwise, though, let's not forget this was big men slapping man meat. So there was a lot to take away from this. And once again, we were back to the staring because Meechin looked at Valhalla. So Valhalla looked at Meechin. Everyone was like, ooh, this is really intense. And I was like, yeah, sure it is. It all built to the Luke Gallows hot tag, though. And honestly, you would have thought this was tagging in Santa Claus. Everybody was so excited. And of course, eventually Meechin smacked Valhalla because she realized looking at her wasn't doing much when the Good Brothers hit the magic killer. One, two, three. So in many ways, this was much to do about nothing. But in another way, it was the greatest thing I had ever seen in my life. 
to the point you should go and watch it just to listen to these fans. My word, they were a joy. Which is when we learned how the new World Heavyweight Championship is going to be decided. And as we all predicted, it makes absolutely no sense. 2 plus 2 equals potato. Because we are going to get a bunch of triple threat matches on Raw and SmackDown. The winners of those triple threat matches will square off before they all go to Night of Champions and they have a big match. So we are not even into the draft yet because it starts next week and we're already crossing the streams. And who told us never to cross the streams? It was the Ghostbusters. Egon Spengler knew what he was talking about. This makes me think that in about a month's time, we're going to completely forget about it all, which is the worst thing, off the record. When out came Bianca Belair, and Michael Cole said something like, oh man, she's the longest running weekly episodic t- No, wait, sorry, that's raw. Basically, we said a lot of stuff about her being a really long reigning women's champion in the modern era. And while I'm sure this is impressive, sadly, when you have Roman Reigns, who's about to reach 1,000 days... Everybody else just seems a bit naff. She, of course, said that she is going to whip Io Sky's ass. We do get to Backlash, which is this evening, don't forget. When Damage Control interrupted and Bailey was like, listen to me, Bianca Belair, I made you. I was like, huh, I didn't know that Bells was Bianca's mum. She also said, come the pay-per-view premium live event is when this history party comes to an end. I was like, a history party? Am I allowed to come as a cowboy? This was, of course, just so Damage Control could jump Bianca Belair and then out came Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan to make the save. And that was nice because everybody should have a friend. And we're going to do a tag team title match next week when it comes to SmackDown. Although I do have to say, I don't understand why every single time we have a Bianca Belair flued, she isn't really the focus and we have to have all these other pawns around her. Like she's clearly a super duper star, she can do it. This was fine though, and I was happy that our women's tag team champions hadn't vanished into dust. WWE likes to do that a lot. And once again, Damage Control got mega heat. Everybody loved Bianca Belair. It's basically the source of all of wrestling. Up. And then it turned out I was wrong, as I often am. But Karrion Cross was in the back saying, listen, I am going to kill Shinsuke Nakamura later. So again, I was incorrect. WWE hadn't forgotten about this. Although on the down low, I think maybe they may have done a little bit and have gone, oh yeah, we did do all that backstage. Shall we just have a random match on SmackDown? So they did. We were then in the back with Sola Sokoa and the Usos. And I tell you, when we get to Backlash, I think something is going to happen. But Jimmy and Jay were doing their best to hype up Sola, being like, man, when we get to this six-man tag, we're going to do great. You ready, Sokoa? You ready? When he calmed them down, he was like, listen, I'm ready. I'm always ready. The question is... Are you? So I am very excited about this because I can see him turning on his bloodline cousins. So all of this has become like a Marvel movie. We're about to enter phase two. And now you are not going to believe what I'm about to do. And I'm still shocked about it too. <laughs> right. But it was the Street Profits versus Imperium and I was pumped. This is two premier tag teams. These are two tag teams I want to see fight. And sometimes when I go to sleep at night, I dream about it because I'm a very strange man. And then we did it on Smackdown, and it went two minutes. I am not kidding. I mean, I've had bathroom breaks that were longer, and basically the problem with this is because Ludwig Kaiser and GNR Vinci are going to Raw, whereas Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins are staying on Friday nights, somebody backstage must have gone, well, it doesn't really matter, and we do want to push the Street Profits to go and give him a win. Because really, Dawkins just got the hot tag, he murked Vinci, who then got hit with the Montez Ford frog splash, one, two, three, and that was it. And I even rewound this because I was like, <laughs> I must have missed something, but I didn't. And this was my own fault because I raised my own expectations and I desperately tried to grasp at them, which is a good analogy for my own life. 
but I've got to give it a down because I can only mark things how they make me feel in my tum tum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And I wanted more than this, and I didn't get it. So yeah, that is the power that I do wield. But moving forward... Let's just make sure we push all of these guys. They're great. I mean, just go and contrast that with what we did with Cody Rhodes right afterwards. He's a raw guy, and this rocked. And once again, the crowd lost their minds, especially with the whole, whoa, bit which has become a thing. <laughs> when Cody got in the ring, did the whole, what do you want to talk about? And he said it in Spanish. Well, you can just imagine the reaction. Round of applause to this guy. Rhodes, like us, though, is annoyed that Brock Lesnar has never gave him an explanation for why he jumped him. I was like, oh yeah, he hasn't. I've been waiting for that for four weeks, and yet Brock didn't tell us nada. What a pile of shit. That's actually fine with the American Nightmare, though, because now he gets to beat the reason out of him. That's like, there's a good line. How does he make it always work? And basically from here, he just went hype for the match, hype for the match, hype for the match. And I checked my feelings like a Jedi, and I'm so excited about Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, especially because there are so many directions you can head in as long as we pick a good one, I think this is going to be fire. Because honestly, he just delivered all of this with pure power and pure beefy. That's meant to be pure energy, but autocorrect did its thing again, and I actually think beefy is better. Go get the beef. So Cody is just mega over no matter where he goes, so we probably should make him a champion soon. You do have to strike while the iron is hot. What a damn good babyface promo this was. <laughs> Giving it up. Nakamura was then in the back and he was asked about his match with Karrion Cross. And he just went, come on! Which means he was basically emulating every single British independent wrestler there is. <laughs> That's a very, very niche joke. Let's move on. We also had a quick segment with Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And yes, Riddle was annoying KO again. But the point with all of this was just to answer what the Usos and Sola Sokoa had done earlier. Are they going to win? Yes, they are. Will they end the bloodline? Yes, they will. So now, one of these two teams is lying to me. Simon Miller doesn't forget. This is where we got to Karrion Cross and Shinsuke Nakamura too. Honestly, what a wonderful surprise this was. It was great. And look, I'll just tell you right now, Shinsuke was going to win this. But because of that, somebody decided, well, we've got to make Karrion look strong. So let's give him all the offense. So he was reversing moves. He was doing these crazy lariats. That was a bit like, oh man, TikTok clock guy over there. He knows what he's doing. He also threw Nakamura into Rita the ring post at one point, who was having a terrible evening. 
when Cross went and ruined it. When he was beating down on Shinsuke, he started to shout, you're the king of trash. Because of course, Shinsuke Nakamura's nickname is he's the king of strong style. I mean, honestly, <laughs> brilliant. You've left me with no choice. Because my name is Simon Miller and welcome to a brand new episode of Nobody Insults Like That. Starting with Karrion Cross. Karrion, my man, if you are going to throw barbs at someone, don't call them the king of trash. What does that even mean? They're the best person when it comes to trash? They're number one? That sounds pretty good to me. If anything, he should have been the trash loser. Let's move on. Shinsuke was still pissed by this though and started to hit all the running knees, which of course is when Scarlett was casting distraction and when Karrion went for the cross jacket. But amazingly, Shinsuke reversed that into an arm bar. They then collided once more. When yeah, Nakamura hit the Kinsasha. He got the three. Now he's headed to Raw. Or SmackDown, no, it's Raw. Cross only has himself to blame here too because he was going to hit the big elbow, but he took his elbow pad off first. And I was like, dude, undressing is not going to help here. But this really was an unexpected surprise to the point, if you're not sure whether you should watch SmackDown, this is a reason to tune in. I have no idea which direction either of these dudes is going to go in, but bravo, my friends. Well, I feel like I got a segment just for me. I mean, it wasn't. Sometimes you have to lie to your heart. Because yes, Cameron Grimes made his big debut on SmackDown when he was talking to Adam Pearce, when he was interrupted by none other than Baron Corbin. Now these two were insulting each other because of course Cameron Grimes was the last draft pick, whereas Baron wasn't drafted at all. So Adam was like, look, if you hate him and you hate him, why don't we have a match da, 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 next week? Here is the thing though. I imagine that Corbin will lose this because we do want to make sure Cameron starts off on the right foot, but we really have to come up with a story for Baron. Also, did you see that footage from WWE Paris the other day? He was so damn over. WWE should absolutely capitalize on that. So I stand here and I keep my fingers crossed. I like both of these guys. They are some of my favorites. This also some highlights of the Backlash press conference. And these are always fun and we should do more of them when we did get to our main event. Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio taking on Rey Mysterio and Zelina Vega. This was just super duper fun. Thankfully too, somebody clued WWE up to what we should do here. Because unlike last week, when we did have Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega in the same ring, Zelina was like, I ain't afraid of you. I'm going to smack you in the face. I'm going to smack you in the face. I have experience. Don't you know I competed in the Street Fighter tournament? Eventually she tagged out to Rey Mysterio, which she did under her own power. She wasn't panicked or anything, which means Dominic got in there. And of course, as always, the father just whooped his son. Dom's got a long way to go. Although not really, he's great. This is when Zelina tagged back in and they were going to do 619 things. But Rhea Ripley wasn't interested in any of that. She just grabbed Vega and she broke her like a twig. Because around about this stage, I realized I can't help but root for the bad guys because they are so good. When we got back to the Zelina and Rhea stuff, when Vega was like, wait a minute, I play games. Do you remember how Rockstudy dealt with every single boss fight in Arkham Asylum? When a big person moves at you, you just step out the way and they will run into Tina the Turnbuckle. Which is exactly what happened. It allowed Ray to get the hot tag, which once again was leading to the 619. Dominic wasn't in for that, so the condom worked his way to the top. He hit one suplex, he hit the second suplex. He was going to do the three amigos, but before he could get the third one, Ray hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and he got the uno dos tres. Now that is how you use that move and bring the counter down. The surprise roll-up counter does move up by one. And of course, the rest of Judgment Day got in right after this. They were beating up the LWO when the rest of them came out led by Bad Bunny <laughs> once again. 
the reaction for the naughty rabbit, it will get you right in the tum-tum. He also had his kendo stick, and while he was going to whack Damien Priest, he smacked Dominic instead, which I thought was genius. And he came across like the biggest hero of all time. To the point, I can now not wait for Bad Bunny versus Damien Priest, and who thought we would ever say that? And also, WWE should have it as the main event. It had to be said, and I said it. So it was so simple, but so effective, and I am going to give it an up, as I am for this entire episode of SmackDown. This is the way to get people hyped for your premium live event that you do have in 24 hours' time. And if the Puerto Rico crowd acted like this for a television show... My word, it is going to be crazy wazy. Now, please do leave me a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Make sure you click on the video and watch all the ups and downs, because I would appreciate it massively. My name is Simon the Cowboy. Magically, I did just transform halfway through the video, because you just never know. Have a lovely day. Enjoy Backlash later. And I'll see you tomorrow, because, of course, we have to up those downs. Also, Rampage ups and downs will be live later. Watch that, too. Goofy Wrestling for Life. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>